Mmm. Yeah. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Grooving. Now let me tell you about my friend Christina. She's a bard and she plays the kazoo. She and her sister are questing this child. And if you hear them, they will charm you. And then Christina will play the kazoo. Now one day old Christina decided to wrestle. And someone named Sandy wanted to fight her. And old Christina didn't know he was a werewolf. And then Sandy decided to bite her. Now this is the story of Christina the werewolf. 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 Gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters, and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry, and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! So we're now back in Eberron. Her red memories are clouded by blood. Instinct and urges took hold of her. Flashes of clarity are all she has. Her wings carried her into the darkest sky as the mountains crumbled, revealing their blue and purple bones. The thousand-winged creatures flew at her, and her veins boiled in excitement. She remembers the feeling of her teeth tearing through flesh and scale alike. Her claws as she stripped feathers and tore limbs from their sockets. The sounds of her adversaries, screams, cheers, and cries, though she could not tell the difference. Only that she sought to silence them all. The wings and claws of so many filled her with the thrill of terror that she brought. And then... The one true memory she held, the thing that turned the fire within her into an icy fear that hid the fury she gladly indulged. Massive black horns adorned its head like a wicked crown. Amber eyes glowed with malice and intelligence. Its massive head larger than a carriage with a jaw that exposed teeth nearly as large as her. It did not seem to notice her, but she felt exposed nonetheless. She felt the air around her stir as it raised its massive wings that as far as she could see blotted out the sky. Her moon that guided her was nowhere to be seen. As it beat its wings and let out a roar of triumph, she was lost to its enormity. She fled as the boiled blood returned, but this time with renewed purpose. The claws and teeth of the others tore at her as she had no time to enjoy the pain of their anguish. She was cut and bruised and wounded as she flew off over the mountains, to where she did not know. Her memories once again fade to mystery, flashes of pain. She knows that she killed more, but not how many. As she tired and as the night faded, she began to fall into darkness. She remembers plummeting towards the earth. Then, familiar wings, the smell of someone familiar. She felt safe for a moment, and then she slept. She awoke to showers of rain beating against the earth around her, which was bracken, muddy, and vile. Swamp water surrounded the patch of earth she found herself on, though it could not be described as dry land. Massive stone pillars surrounded with purple inlays. Suddenly, a shadow cast by wings above her caused her to panic, before she realized they were the wings of a familiar hippogriff, attempting to shield her from the rain. Her friend Ravo looked back at her as she came to. Christina, you awaken in a clearing in a swampy forest. Ravo mm-hmm. and Benji are there. So Benji is like covering over you mm-hmm. with his wings to keep the rain off of you. What happened? Christina, you're awake. Oh, my goodness. How do you feel? Well, you became a wolf as we expected. But something much more. Do you remember anything? It hurts. Yes. There was something big. Where are we? Yes. 
We are just past the, the mountains of Bayeshk. You flew over them in your panic as they crumbled around you, and you made yourself, or you made your way into the forest. Well, what used to be the forest of the Eldane Reaches. Now it's a disgusting swamp. But I followed you as you fell from the sky. Unlike you, I did not engage with all of the beasts. Instead, I did my best to hide, and then as I saw you flying off, bloodied, I... Well, Benji and I followed you and were able to catch you before you fell too far. You changed as you were falling, and I worried that it would be your last moments, but I'm glad that you're okay. Bravo. Thank you for everything. Of course. So. There was something really big. Do you know what that yes. was? I believe it was a dragon. It was massive, bigger than any I've ever heard of. It's not a good sign. So, here in this swamp, the thing that concerns me is this used to be a forest of druidic protection, but now it seems that all of the ravaged destruction that has occurred has reached here, even as deep into the Eldin reaches, which the druids are supposed to protect. And these stone pillars should not be here, but they must have been revealed as the water levels rose and the earth fell. I worry about what this means. How far away from the others? I don't know. They, hopefully, made it to Celestia before the mountains fell. Otherwise, I, I shudder to think what could have happened to them. I hope Brittany has to be fine. If there's one thing I, so. I know is she'll she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yes. Yes, I, I believe so, too. So Christina sort of gets up, like, but obviously she's in pain. Mm -hmm. But she sits up, and she's looking around, and she's just unsure what to do. And uh, what do we do now? Well, I think now that you're awake, uh, we should probably seek actual shelter. This is not a safe place to be. Not only because of the poisonous gas that seems to be bubbling up everywhere, but the creatures that could be here. This forest was never truly safe, but now I shudder to think of what it could be that lurks in these waters. Uh, I think that we should follow these pillars, and perhaps they'll lead us to a temple, as that is what they signify. Um, so, before we do leave, um, Christina sort of, like, checks herself and is looking mm -hmm. for, like, any big like wounds and then i cast cure wounds on myself mm -hmm. and you you actually notice that you don't have any wounds oh um you all of the pain that you're feeling mm -hmm. seems to just be kind of in your head or like a memory of pain mm -hmm. but as you're checking your body you're actually fine so i imagine i'm just probably like bruised more than yeah like, i mean not yeah. even okay. not even yeah, Bravo, you know, looks at you as you're doing that. He says, no, your, your power healed you before you turned. It's one of the great blessings that we have, but there are many other curses. I could do that. Yes. Okay. And honestly, the thing that you turned into, well, I, I don't know what it could be, but well, you were truly terrifying. That's not great to hear. <laughs> I apologize, but no, no, it's fine. I I didn't know what was going to happen, so it's not great to know that my worst fears have more than exceeded anything. But I I agree. We should we should get up and I I guess we'll look at this ruin. Yes. 
So as you're you're following these pillars, um, and as you are, you're you're chatting with Rabo, and you know he's sort of like you know don't worry, we'll we'll be able to get your your transformation under control. The first time is the worst, and soon you'll be able to control it and hopefully be able to use it for good. Um, and don't worry, you didn't hurt anyone that wasn't trying to hurt you. You only fought against the dark creatures that blotted out the sky. So, do you know you don't where have they to worry. came from? What, like, what happened? They seem to have spilled out of the mountains. That's right. You probably don't remember. Right as the rest of our party went to the top of the mountain in order to ascend to Celestia, there was a great shuddering across the mountains, and they crumbled all around. Not entirely, but revealing a cavern deep beneath. And from that cavern, hideous creatures poured out. Hideous creatures. Anyway, you you killed many of them in your fury, but it seemed that when, when the dragon approached, that's what turned you away. Which, I'm glad it did. I don't think you would have made it if you had tried to fight it. Yeah, I'm happy I didn't try to pick a fight with it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking around. What what do I mm-hmm. see here besides these this dead forest and ruins? Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. Is it's lots of um, marshy trees. There's a very heavy haze that kind of um, drifts throughout. You know, think a very kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, brassy brown kind of you know yellowy type mm-hmm. tinge to everything lots of like mud with bubbles coming out of it um <laughs> think of the swamp from princess bride and that's kind yeah. of what you see around you um and also peppered throughout there's lots of bones skeletons of creatures that have died um uh, throughout here Yes, this once was a place full of life, but, well, it has changed. It it reminds me of the Whispering Rock. When we, when I visited afterwards, the place that you seem to have gone to before, uh, there was this sort of emanating muck that Stormholm's forces were fighting against, but... We must be close to one of those orbs, one of those... I don't know what else to call them, but chismas, but they must have destroyed another one around here. Perhaps. Or what happened with the mountains. I worry that everywhere in Eberron might be like this. But it's it's no use uh, speculating right now. I think we we should just worry about what's right in front of us. So... You continue to walk forward, you know, Benji is kind of, like, following along as well, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, wings down, you know, kind of like, you know, how a dog would have, like, tail down and all that kind of stuff. That's that's what Benji's doing. Um, and you, you see off in the distance this temple, uh, sort of a ruin, but it actually looks, like, pretty well kept. Um, and... Uh, As you're heading in that direction, you also hear behind you the clicking and clacking of bones starting to move around. And you see skeletal hands reaching up from inside the muck and kind of starting to uh, claw their way out of this muck towards you. They're far enough away Mm -hmm. that you're not too concerned, but... There is a certain level of haste that you need to make. Um, okay. So you kind of pick up the pace mm-hmm. and you head towards this temple. So as you reach the temple, the earth around it is actually kind of nice greenery. It's not the muckiness that you expect it to be like the rest of this swampy area. Um, the The stonework is pretty ornate. Um uh, it's got, you know, this this little dome ac- across the temple. It has a few pillars and whatnot. It has, it's a very ancient style, but it has these very intricate, 
purple and blue inlays mm. um, within it. Um, and they sort of, they create these very natural looking swirls and things like that, floral types and uh, leaves and things like that. Um, and they, yeah, they, they go all around it. Um, I, do you choose to enter? Um, yeah, I mean, I look at Ravo and I'm like, this place is obviously protected by something magical. Maybe we could find... It doesn't look bad. Yes, I, I think at least it would provide good shelter. And hopefully those things don't make it in here. Okay. So, you enter in, <clears throat> and before you... You, uh, there's sort of a hallway area, so there's like stonework in front of you with this very ornate sort of mosaic looking, um, or a, mo- a mosaic of like a tree, like a very large, um, like ancient uh, tree with um, all kinds of uh, flower petals kind of falling from it of all different kinds of colors. Um, and when you walk in, you also kind of get this rush of calm. You, ha- you have the smell of rose water, and the air is warm and uh, hazy, kind of like a, like a spa. You know, you, you feel very, like, relaxed as you come in here. Of course, it's a spa. <laughs> and so, <laughs> as you head further in, you, you hear someone sort of uh, humming to themselves, maybe talking to themselves, and kind of making a little bit of, of noise, kind of shuffling around. Um, Anna, why don't you tell us what they see as they come around the corner? Yeah. So you see a humanoid, a small humanoid, but not like uh, not like halfling size, but like a short human. So like five foot tall. And they are green and... Uh, have long pink hair and the greenness of their skin is almost it's got like almost an iridescent or um, some sort of shimmer to it almost how like grass or leaves are really shimmery in a morning dew and out of the top of their head you sort of see these branches that sort of curl around and on the tips of the branches are little uh, pink cherry blossoms and this creature also has a tail of the same thing so there's this big windy branch tail that they have with also pink blossoms sort of sprouting from it uh they also are carrying a staff that is much the same and at the tips of like their hands and their feet it's almost like it's like skin and then at the end it's almost like like it's turning into plant material is what it looks like. And they're wearing a long flowing white and gold robe with sort of pink um, accentuation. So like a pink sash and like a pink sort of scarf thing that covers covers them as well. Okay. Uh, Christina, do you say anything? I immediately stop and I am like, I, I look at Rabo and I'm okay. like, I think we're intruding. H- hello? Mm. Oh, he- hello? Hi. Is, is this your temple? It is now. What but do you it mean didn't by now? To, it didn't used to be mine. I was sent here. So I'm trying to restore the balance to this temple. Would you mind if we stayed here oh, no. for a little while? Come on in. It gets pretty lonely. I can... I don't have much to offer you, but please, please come in. So, um, <clears throat> Ravo and Benji just kind of walk in. There's, like, a little sort of bench area that Ravo kind of sits on, and, like, this is, like, the first time you've really seen him be, like, exhausted and just kind of, like, resting a bit. Um... There's also like a little, there's, there's actually two like water basins along the side that are fairly large and Benji goes over to one and jumps in and sort of starts like rolling around in the water. Um, and Ravo's like, Benji! Oh, I'm sorry. He <laughs> doesn't have manners. That's, so, that's okay. They're very act- active and, and full of life. Yes. Yeah, 
Yes, he is. <laughs> what did you say their name was? Benji? Benji. Oh, and, and I'm Ravo. I'm, I'm sorry, we didn't ask your name. Uh, what is your name? Oh, you can call me Cherry. Cherry. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Cherry. My name is Cherry Blossom. Like, the flowers all around. Ah, yes. Uh, I can see that. Okay. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you, Cherry. Um, I'm Christina. I am sorry we're barging in on you like this. Oh, no, that's... It's entirely okay. I'm just working really hard to get this temple and this land back to what it used to be. I heard on the whispers of the wind that this area, it it used to be a beautiful forest and now it's not anymore. So I'm doing my part to restore that. Can I ask how? How? Yeah. Come, follow me. And then Cherry leads you outside to sort of the edge of where the swamp and uh, the trees meet. And there's like a little patch of ground that's still very swampy. And they put their hand down to the ground and you see sort of um, it's like a hum and like a, a green light that sort of emanates from their fingertips. And it sort of glows. And after... There's like a second of you see a, the bright light and it flashes out and what's left is just a little sprout of of a tree. I'm slowly replanting everything. My goodness, the, you're a bringer of balance in this. This is this is incredible, Christina. Do you know what this means? I mean, this is this is a way to turn back the tide. It is, but forgive me, but like it's such a small amount to what's going on here. It is true, but it's something. I, yeah, are there others, it is something. Are there others like you out there? I think so. I mean, I'm the only one in this area. A lot He's of like, us hang out in different parts of the world to try and protect the forest and keep it safe. I don't know how many of, the, of us there are, though. But they said they sent you. Who is they? The trees. There's not like a council that sent you? The trees just told you to come? Yeah. The trees told me, and I followed. Hmm. You know what? I just turned into a werewolf, so talking trees are probably not that far off. No. <laughs> if you listen really close, they have lots of good stories. Hmm. I wish I could speak tree. Oh, you don't have to because I can do it for you. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a pleasure to have you here, Cherry. I appreciate all of your uh, your work that you're doing here. It's Oh, thank you. It's quite wonderful. Yeah, are you staying long? Do you want to be my friends? I we I think could, very much so. We could be friends. Yeah. Oh, that's I, great. I don't know how long we're staying though. We we don't really exactly know we don't know where we're going next, so I, I guess it's a good place to stay and figure that out. Oh, yes, yeah. At, at least should... to rest for a while. Definitely. You should stay. That would be great. What do right. you need? That's a good well, question. What do we need? Well, probably some food uh, and some time to rest, and then... I don't know. Maybe we need to find some way to get back in contact with... Someone. Probably Someone that we know. And information on what's going on, because, I mean, apparently the mountain crumbled and there's now a dragon. And from oh. where you are, you can actually look up, you know, over the tree line and you can see the the mountain range. And, you know, where there once were like peaks and everything like that, it's, it's very much more like a plateau um, up there. And you see like little bits of like uh, purple and blue metal like sticking out almost like uh, like daggers or crystals. Oh. I'll write that down. <laughs> well, I don't have a, a lot of food, but there are, there are some berry bushes inside the temple. You're more than welcome to help yourself. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> yeah, uh, Ravo heads back in and 
I, I don't know if y'all do, but Ravo sees Benji just like chowing down on those bushes. <laughs> like he's he's got like, you know, the scene of the crime all uh-huh. over his beard. Yeah. Cherry, how long have you been here? I mean, if you are growing one tree and plant at a time, it must have you must have been here for weeks. Months? I don't understand time as you do. The sun has risen a few times and Oh gosh, I don't know. I How many full moons have you seen? Full moons? Mm-hmm. Oh, just just the one from last night. Okay, so you haven't been here for more than a fortnight. Yeah, but I've done enough to to get this at least part of this forest coming back. Is no one else here to help you? Or are you just here by yourself? No, it's just me. You're the first people I've come across so far. What about those things? And I start pointing to, like, the skeletons that are obviously reaching up. Oh, they can't come over here. This is sacred ground. Oh, so there's magic that prevents them from coming. Well, the magic of the forest, yeah. But apart from what you've healed outside... They're they're still coming. So once they touch what the green space, they they die again. Well, they don't really get too close. They sort of go around it. Okay. I've never had to worry about them. I figure they're doing their own thing in their nature, and I don't understand a lot about them. But they've never bothered me, so I don't bother them. That's good to know that you're safe here, and this is a safe spot. I look, I'm like, start looking around, um, trying to understand like what's going on. And Christina is just like, she can't, she's just so overwhelmed at the moment that she just can't handle it. So she's like, um, I'm going to go inside and eat some of those berries before Benji does. (laughs) She just so probably a good idea. (laughs) I just sort of wander back to Rama because I'm just like, completely overwhelmed and i don't know what to do with jerry <laughs> <laughs> um can i you said uh rava was looking pretty hurt i'm uh, mostly just exhausted um yeah he's maybe a little bit beat up but um okay i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna cast uh lesser restoration it's okay. i mean like rava's not like yeah blinded or paralyzed but no cherry just comes over and like puts their hand close to ravo like almost like up to their forehead Mm -hmm. and and there's a nice warm glow and cherry tries to to heal the the tiredness Mm -hmm. from them yeah and as you do ravo kind of like oh my goodness i feel so much better what did you do that Thank you. Of course. You looked really tired, so I figure I could help. And Benji comes over and is kind of like nudging your their, their hand. <laughs> uh, Cherry lifts up their hand and like pets Benji. It's like, I like you. Mm-hmm. You're a good <laughs> animal. So when the when you came to this forest, did you by chance pass any towns? Or any roads leading here? Maybe a road or two, but no towns. I stuck to the trees. Do you know where the roads are? I could ask the trees and the plants to tell me. Could they? Could you ask more specifically, like, where's the closest town? Yeah, I'm sure they know. They've got a great connection. I mean, yeah, go for it. And then I guess we could figure out where we are and where we can go from there. Yes. I imagine yeah. we need more information about what's happening before we can make any real decisions. Yeah. I would love to do that. But it might have to wait till tomorrow if that's okay. I've used up all my magic today. That's that's fair. That's fine. We can we can stay the night. Okay. That that would be best and then I can I can reach out to them and ask them for help and and I can get you back on the road going to the town that you need. Are you that gonna, would be wonderful. Are you going to stay here and keep doing this? Probably. 
I have to stay here and, and turn back the forest. Otherwise, there won't be a forest if I leave. And I don't want that to happen. Is there anywhere within this place that we can set up uh, our, our bedding and whatnot? This, this entryway seems very um, narrow. It'll be oh. difficult for us to sleep here. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a... There's a big area if you go past the entryway, and then there are other smaller rooms, too. Whatever hmm. feels most comfortable for you, you can set up there. All right, so... There's also Bravo. a well in the basement if you want any water. A well? Hmm. hmm. Yeah, it, it sometimes has pictures on it. I don't quite understand. Pictures? Yeah, like you can see things in the well. Hmm. That's perhaps we should. That's interesting. As well, you sit downstairs. Yeah. Can you show us? Of course. And then uh, Cherry like beckons for them to come over, and there's sort of like a spiral. Like once you get into like the main mm -hmm. entryway, there's off to the side. There's a little spiral stone staircase that goes down mm -hmm. about a couple flights of stairs, um, and then there's another sort of big open space that just has a well sitting right in the center of it. Hmm. Yeah, well, if you if you look in there, sometimes it shows you things. Uh for some reason I thought I had to check magic, but I don't. So uh <laughs> I guess Christina looks at Ravo and I'm just like, okay, and I'm just peeking over into the water. Mm hmm and Is it telling Ravo you anything? And as you look in the water you see a, a sort of faint image come into view. And it's very cloudy and, you know, kind of hard to see. But as it starts to um, reveal itself more, you see Brittany. And you see Atlas. And you see some frog thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's dragging behind it this this big old satchel full of something and... You can see that they're ascending a mountain. Mm. Uh, when Christina sees Brittany, she like quickly like just swells up and then she starts like tearing up and she's just like, oh, thank God. They're okay. You knew they'd be safe. I, I, I had a feeling she'd be okay. She's strong, but it's good to see that she's there. Can we, can we see others? And I look back into the water, hoping to see, like, Marikai or somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're, you're trying to, to focus on mm -hmm. other people and whatnot, but it seems like the, the emotion that's circling you around Brittany can't get you away mm -hmm. from focusing on Brittany. Um, and while you're in the middle of looking at this well, and you're, you're kind mm -hmm. of like wrapped up in all this emotion you hear someone enter the top of the temple and start to ascend, uh, descend the stairs behind you ash <laughs> <clears throat> oh a scrying well i wouldn't put all of my trust into those those can often be tampered with and it can lead you with visions that you might not otherwise enjoy what's a scrying well it's what you're looking into right now Christina immediately <laughs> snaps out of it and looks behind her. What does Christina see, Ash? Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me show people real quick since I showed off Cherry. Uh, people are going to see. Uh, uh, uh. You also have to audibly tell us, Ash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Paint a picture with your words, Ash. Indeed. Corvin, the Kenku. Uh, dapper looking, uh, tall humanoid, uh, sort of like dark bluish black raven, essentially. Um, green eyes, wearing, wearing uh, pretty, pretty dapper clothes and a large green amulet around his neck. Um, that is Corvin. Are you, are you joined by anything else? Uh, yes. Always sort of like in, in heel step with me is my, uh, my fiend cat named Bagsby. <laughs> named what? Bagsby. 
bags. Uh, who might you be? Uh. Ah, Bravo. I am Corvin, detective with jurisdiction across all of Corvair. And I've been tracking you and Christina here. Wait, wait, wait. And the rest of your party for quite some time. Wait, wait, wait. Jurisdiction? Are are you a cop? I'm a detective. What's detective? Are well, you my it's friend? Who you, it's who you might call if, say, the entire airship tower in Stormhome got exploded. Or, let's say, if an entire train was destroyed next to a Skelios. Or, if maybe there was a murder attempt on stage in front of the Queen in Fairhaven. What's, or, look, if perhaps the same party was noticed next to the freaking mountain that a freaking dragon just showed up at. Wait, I have, I have questions. One... What's oh, an airship? Yeah. Two, what's a train? Three, what's a murder? And four, what's a queen? I'm really trying to learn. I don't have time for you right now. Bravo, oh, Christina. Okay. I need you to answer some questions for me. First off, where is the rest of your party? I... I... Christina, I don't know what to do here. This is. Uh, I will not talk unless I have my lawyer present. (laughs) (laughs) But also, we have nothing to do with any of those besides just being passerbys. In every one of those situations, we have been the ones trying to stop it. Especially from the dragon. I have nothing to do with a, a gigantic dragon coming out of the ground. Like. Do you see that I might... Do I look like I have the power to summon a dragon? Well, you just told me, or you just said out loud mere moments ago, and he says in perfect Christina voice, well, I can become a werewolf, so nothing's that weird. (laughs) Wait, I didn't even say that. You did outside. Oh, okay. You did. You said it just moments ago. Well, what does a werewolf have to do with summoning things? It's to establish that you do have powers beyond what you're revealing at the moment. Uh, so I love, I just, it, to be clear, when Ash says that, literally, it's like a mimic of the voice, as a raven or a crow can do. Can so can like, produce perfect mimicry of not just voices, of any sound, um, <laughs> as long as they've heard it before. Freaking liar bird over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say to to our listeners out there that are familiar with Cancus, uh, there is a reason why I'm able to talk normally as well that we'll get to later, maybe. Yeah. Um. Well, I anyway. I'm willing to answer whatever questions that you have. I, as Christina said, we we are not guilty of any of those. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to your guilt guilt here in a moment. Let's start <laughs> off with where's the rest of your group? Atlas, Rhaegar, and uh Brittany. Well, according to the scrying well, they're with a frog. <laughs> <laughs> a frog? What kind of involvement is the frog in in all of this? Did the frog destroy the air tower? We we don't know the frog. The frog looks like sh- is that a tooth? <laughs> Let's get away from the frog for just a moment. Here. You asked the question about the frog. I am just giving you where, information I see from this scrying well. Is, where is your party? We got split up. I Look, I am a, a newly baby werewolf, right? I look at Ravo and I'm like yeah. trying to understand. And I left to protect them. During my first transformation. So I have no idea where they are. Plus, have you seen the mountain? It's destroyed. That is the last place that they went. Um, I I don't mean to interrupt, but maybe if we're going to talk, we should do it in a more comfortable area. Ooh, lovely. Do you have any kind of accommodations for us here? Well, there are some very big, beautiful flowers upstairs that we could sit on. Oh, I've and I could never... make us some tea. Ooh, that sounds oh, lovely. 
that, that does sound good. Yes, All let's right. go upstairs. It's it's much nicer up there. Okay, I'm okay. willing to continue to add uh, to. <laughs> I'm willing to continue with my interrogation upstairs. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. You'll have to tell me what interrogation is later. <laughs> Before we leave, Christina looks into the the scrying one more time and looks at Brittany, and then she just smiles and she follows the rest of the group. Okay, they wind their way upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the in the temple, there's sort of a not an alcove, but like a room somewhere in the back ish of the temple that has big, beautiful flowers like growing, and they're very like bouncy and spongy. And so uh, Cherry just sort of sits like motions on like one of the petals of the flowers and like, see, you can you can sit here, and it's very soft. Um, so she motions for that and then she sort of wanders off, um, back to the main area and starts to tend to a fire and, and get some, get some tea ready for them. Ravo sits down and then Benji tries to curl up on Ravo like a tiny puppy, you know, like a dog Mm -hmm. that when it was a puppy curled up and then tries to, you know, get on things. So it like Benji's like laying his body across Ravo and then kind of like rolling a little bit on his back. And Ravo's like, oh, Benji, Benji, you're not a baby anymore. Oh, oh, you're just too cute. And it starts like rubbing the belly. Corvin attempts to sit down in one of those flowers and realizes it does not look very dignified. So then just sort of stands up and (laughs) leans against it. Uh, Christina chooses a flower that's close to Ravo because like she doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And like she leans over and is like, Ravo... This this detective is not this is not real, right? <laughs> I, he knows our names. He described very vividly places that we have been. This is not like a us. weird fever dream or hallucination I'm having right now. Well, if you're having it, I am too. It could be the temple. It is Cherry. really warm in here. Cherry, is the temple making us see things? Oh, it shouldn't be. I don't know. Are you asking if I'm real? Are Don't you? talk to me right now. I'm trying to figure out if you're real. <laughs> I mean, I'm real. But I don't know how sometimes pollens will affect different people different ways. It's the pollen. It's the pollen. It's got to be the pollen. Mm-hmm. How so, else would it know all of these things about us? So, Detective, where are you from? What, what jurisdiction are you from? Are you from Stormholm? Are you from... I'm from Fairhaven. Fairhaven. I work directly under the Queen, which is the only reason I have jurisdiction across all of Corvair and not just any of the five realms. Okay. Uh, where's your badge? <laughs> I, 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 I pull out a little official looking seal. That <laughs> does look pretty official. I mean, Rhaegar could make something better. That, is, that can't be... Like, how do I... Okay. Yes. So you've been following us. I have. For quite some time, I might add. I literally, I I produce a little notebook that hovers in midair in front of me, taking notes on its own, much like the notebook in Harry Potter. Um, And it produces and it shows notes and sketches of all the party and (laughs) the locations that you have been over the past like two years. I want to see that. Brittany wants to see it. I'll mention that this notebook is a real item and it's very cool. Um, every time I meet someone new, it instantly creates a sketch of them and a short description of them. So oh. it, did it just quickly make a sketch of Cherry? Cherry it did, yes, yeah, since I never met Cherry before. Um, mm. Cherry, what anyway. do you think of this sketch of yourself that you see uh, appearing on this? Oh, is that me? Yeah, that's that's what you look like. Oh. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's a rough sketch, but it's pretty accurate. Oh, well, that's very nice. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy. <laughs> Does your notebook right. have a name? Can you talk to it? No. Oh. No. Okay. Bagsby, however. What's that, Bagsby? No, we're not going to start with the knives, Bagsby. <laughs> First, we're going to start... With some questions. (laughs) Primarily of which, I'll ask to both Christina and Ravo, 
why did you choose to blow up the train and the airship tower in Stormhome? And as I ask that, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on Mm -hmm. Christina. You're going to have to remind me how they both blew up. I remember Hex was still like, Marakai had blown it up and Hex defended, right? Oof, that's a big one. Um, if I remember, yeah, I think it was Marakai. Yeah, Marakai was trying to destroy the think, or free the elemental. Where you were because we were you passengers. And Brittany, yeah, were elsewhere, mm-hmm. and it was Hex and um, Hex and Perrin and Rager and Atlas. I think mm-hmm. that were taken up in the ship. Right, that was like the same time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. I guess first, uh, Christina, try to beat a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um. <sighs> one. No, that's a critical, <laughs> critical fail on so that one. So what, what do you get when you do that? You learn the surface so, thoughts of a creature? Uh, the surface thoughts of a creature. If I'm asking direct questions, then uh, direct verbal questions to the creature, then that'll naturally shape the course of the thoughts. Um mm. And it'll be especially uh, effective during that part of the interrogation. Um, I can also use the spell to detect the presence of creatures and stuff like that that I can't see. But anyway, um, more so I'm... Anyway, I'm... So you you read Christina's thoughts, basically, and you're Mm -hmm. like, aha! So, So, yeah, Christina's feeling, like, in her thoughts, she's obviously confused. A little, like... um, for the most part, if you're replaying in your head the way that the train and the the events went down in Stormhome and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I sort of lean back and I think to myself, very, very interesting. I haven't said anything. Can I, I roll a perception? Yeah, go for it. Oh, I forget we're doing this. <laughs> um, perception. And and uh, I guess we'll we'll see what you get. Uh, what are you trying to? I'm trying to see? perceive that. Oh. oh, what's going on there? Are you just oh. holding enter or something? What oh yeah, there? yeah. Sorry, I had the book on there. I'm trying to perceive ah. if Corvin is is casting magic. Like, am I perceiving that this magic has happened? Well, that was um, eleven about a million things ago. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I, I think uh, you would you would be able to to know that there's some magic going on. Okay, uh, then I am I perceiving that that magic is being used against Christina. Um, trying to think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you would see like that, like that it's directed. Yeah. Okay, then I want to cast dispel magic. So that, okay. that that doesn't happen. Or that, like, that the thought is interrupted, so he can't do that. Okay. So... There's going to be a is, back and forth here. <laughs> this is not going to look good on us if he's doing like a whole investigation. No, it'll, it'll absolve us, won't it? Uh, so it's a third level spell. The DC equals 10 plus a spell's level, so 13, I guess, to... Oh, so Ash, roll a... Uh... What's the yeah? What's wisdom? the modifier? It's just the there's no modifier. It's just ten plus three, so it's just thirteen. You have to beat on just a regular d twenty. Yeah, I mean it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a wisdom save because. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's gotta have a. Yeah, it just says make an ability check using your oh whatever your spell casting ability is. Sorry. Ah, there you go. So what I are your spells it. based off? He's oh, a wizard I, intelligence. I think. Sorry. I think it's based off of intelligence. Yeah. Okay, so check. Doesn't beat oh. it. So it's dispelled. And Cherry says, this is sacred ground. You cannot use magic to attack one another here. <sighs> While Cherry. you are here, you will be nice to one another. <laughs> Cherry. I'm asking you nicely to not 
interrupt during an interrogation. But I must ask these questions. And I well, must know their guilt. But you didn't Not ask guilty. them. You you went into this person's mind without consenting to that. Wait, That's you went into my mind? Yes, I did. But you asked me a question and I didn't even give me a chance to answer. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> oftentimes people answering aren't actually telling the truth. What if I was Shocker. trying to tell you the truth? How would I know? Also, I'd just like to point out I was not present for any of these events. <laughs> How well, much did uh, he learn before um, Cherry dispelled it? Yeah, did I actually learn anything or did Cherry get that off uh, before? No, I mean, yeah, you, you learned, I mean, the, the very interesting, very interesting. You learned, you know, where Christina was okay. during those events. So then I'll be able to say, but what I, I will say is that y'all's, uh, your party's guilt may not actually be as definitive as I once thought. It seemed to me that your group was going from place to place, blowing up key locations, and then traveling before anyone could arrest you. It seemed very obvious. Yet, the train is seemingly not the responsibility of your party, and nor is the air tower. So... What is your group up to? You know, I ask myself that a lot. Uh, <laughs> normally, we're going on tours because, you know, I am part of Questiny's Child, as you know. And uh, the last place we played at was in Fairhaven. And um, at this point now, we're just sort of trying to get our bearings, maybe figure out what the next uh, show is. But first, I have to get Brittany back. We kind of got separated. Hmm. <laughs> I love the idea that you're going for full, like, that's all we were doing. <laughs> okay. Yes, that is what we were doing. Because when we went to Whispering Rock, we had, a we had a show there, and then things blew up. It I wasn't think, our fault. I, I think you should roll a deception. Okay, yeah. I think, I think that's a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, deception is, why can't I not find you? There it is. 20. A right. natural no, it's not. No, it's not a natural twenty. Because <laughs> nope. I got to see how Ravo does. Your deception is plus eleven. Okay, Ravo oh. gets an eleven. Um, <laughs> okay, so so Ravo is kind of like, yeah, that that is what happened. Yes, and Ravo didn't even show up until halfway through. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't even. He was there. our guide to go uh, deep into. Um, I can't even remember what's called now. What's that desert place? The desert, or do you uh, mean the jungle? Yeah. The jungles, like, yeah, and where we yeah, had Chibara. a really nice time at the spa. <laughs> have you been there? You must have been there if you were following us. Did you happen to go into one of those spas? Yeah, I did, and then I believe shortly after, just after I arrived, I arrived to the spa just after a major attack had happened on it. What? That wasn't our fault. That place is dangerous. They have, like, bandits, and there's, like, a whole, like, rebel group that's been attacking the place. It was under heavy security lockdown every night. Listen, let's take a step back. What is your group up to? You say that you're just going after and trying to meet Brittany again. When you guys were together just just I told not that you, long ago. I told you. I have just been turned into a werewolf. It was a pure accident when we were fighting in the wrestling ring. I got bit by accident. And then next thing you know, full moon happens and I didn't want to get her hurt. Quit why would lying I want her? I am me. not lying. I am telling you the truth. Why would I want to risk biting my sister and uh, my friends? That's why I left. The librarian in Fairhaven revealed that you guys were looking into dragons. Why? Well, Just you know, curious. when we went under the water, we found um, this thing called a chisma. Um, and that has something to do with dragon lore, so we wanted to know more about it. Turns out it powered the underwater city. A chisma. That's what they called it. I don't know what it is. <sighs> And what has happened to such chisma? I think it's still there. Those guys are really... They protected it very well. Um, Ravo, do you know what happened to that? 
He wasn't there. No, I, I wasn't there. No. I told you, he was our guide when we went to the jungle, and that was long after yeah, we all, went down all there. All of these events you described happened well before I uh, joined this party, which, if you've been following them for a while, you should know. <sighs> I yeah, don't know. isn't that in your notebook? I know when Ravo arrived in the party, I don't know when the chisma happened. Well, I thought you've been following us for a while. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> now we're now we're getting at you. All right. Let's do take... you, you don't believe that Christina is a werewolf. No, I do believe that Christina is a werewolf. So then, why do you not believe that we had to flee for fear of hurting our friends? Okay, I believe that you are not telling me the full picture here. What's what, the full picture? What has your group been doing? If not blowing up a train, if not blowing up an air tower... No, you just learned that we did not even blow it up. You then told why us. were you there? Tell me more. It cannot just be pure coincidence that every place that you go blows up. Look, like I said, me and Christina <laughs> have been... Or me and Brittany have been traveling because we are obviously a pop star. Do you know what pop music is? Have you heard I know music? about what is your, music? you and your sister's musical group. Yeah, and so we were going to different places. It's not our fault that things happen. The train definitely wasn't our fault. The air tower wasn't our fault. Neither was the attack on the queen or other places. We were just there. We are victims of this crime. <laughs> and crime? you are not a very good detective <laughs> if you're over here asking me these things. Crime is when a law is broken. It's interesting. What are laws? Uh, rules that uh, us uh, humanoids have decided to follow by in order to have a safe society. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Okay. All right. So, Christina, you're saying that you and your sister were simply just traveling around performing musical acts. And by happenstance, things were exploding around you every time you traveled. Yeah. <laughs> Yet you've only performed one show a very long time ago. I mean, every single time we go there, it's obviously dangerous. We have to leave. Why haven't you not performed? Why did you take part in the arena battles in Droam? We did perform. That was a performance. <laughs> Wrestling's fake, apart from the bite I got. In what part of that performance did you use your kazoo as you are known for, Christina? <laughs> Look, it's a gig. We got it through our manager. Samantha. That's not their manager, right? No, it's Gwen. It's Gwen. Oh, Gwen, that's right. That's yeah. right. Look, she thought it would be really good PR for us. And honestly, it was a new thing for us. It was really fun. We got to dress up and everything. It's just not my fault that I got bit. And then why did you not perform as Questney's Child? Instead, you performed as the Hero Squad. We had to come up with a new name. None of this Quest makes sense, Christina. is a duo act between me and Brittany. We had four people with us. Christina, I think perhaps we should... Nah, shh, 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 shh. Things are fine. <laughs> nothing, we did nothing wrong, honestly. We are victims to the crime. Listen, so, <laughs> you're accusing us. I'm of. giving you both the opportunity to come clean with me. I've talked to Sora Kell in Droam. I know that you were not there just to perform. So tell me what your group is doing. How is Sora Kell? <laughs> I mean, she's pretty pissed, as she always is. She seemed really nice to me. I you mean, must have. She... Uh rubbed off her really wrong just like you're uh like you're doing a bad job here <laughs> <laughs> good one <laughs> all right so as you are having this back and forth mm -hmm. um cherry you start to sense something is wrong with the temple that deep beneath the temple there is a rumbling okay you are concerned i am concerned I'm feeling something deep within the temple. I'm going to go check it out. Um, please don't hurt anything while I'm gone. Okay, I'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> Cherry wanders off. Yeah. So, 
while the the bickering continues upstairs um cherry you head deeper down into the lower parts of the temple and as you reach the lowest layer where there's a lot of like um old statuary and things like that that are just kind of like laying about it's the you know you haven't gotten to cleaning that part yet Mm -hmm. um you see that the wall there's a crack starting to form in the wall and you see it continue to go up and then stones start falling out of the wall i'd like to follow cherry if i could okay i I thought uh, you wanted to keep talking i'm still gonna talk to you i'm casting mislead I'm going to leave an illusionary double right in front of you that's going to continue <laughs> oh. to talk to you and continue to make gestures to you while I invisibly follow That is you. a cool-ass spell. Yeah. Now, is there any, like, save on that that someone would just have naturally? Uh, let's see here. Because um, I'm curious it- about that. It doesn't actually say that there's any kind of saving thing. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just an illusion. It looks mm-hmm. like that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Neat. I guess if it's if we try to like hit you, then we would know it's an illusion, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ravo and Christina are still just like <laughs> you're still just bickering <laughs> yeah. with an illusionary double. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing: Does the illusionary double remember? Do you remember anything the illusionary double does or says? I be- I believe I can use my actions to actually make it uh, speak and gesture. So it's like I'm still kind of in control yeah. of what it's doing. But you don't. But you're not hearing. You're just one way. No, right? it says you can see through its eyes and hear through its ears if oh, you are okay. located where it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, then there you go. I yep. feel like um, though you would probably have to make a choice, like. While you're using your it, you're blinded is. and deafened in regard to your. Yeah, own like I basically oh. can oh. as a bonus action, I can basically switch. If I'm right. seeing myself or if I'm seeing my illusion. Mm. So, yeah, like like Anna said, you have to choose back and forth. Exactly. Um, okay. So, Cherry, Corvin, head down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wall is starting to crumble and you're seeing a crack form. And through it, you see a shining blue um, kind of light emanating forth. And it continues to crumble and open and through this hole starts to climb several creatures oh what kind of creatures do i know them do i recognize them no you don't do Um, they look hostile they certainly do uh yeah and so they start to uh climb into the room and you see three dog or two dog-like creatures a little goblin and then a larger very undead looking uh man and cherry (laughs) cherry gather the others and return here we will need full force to defend this wait we're me and chris me and rob are like what the hell we're here where cherry went downstairs no no i'm talking to cherry (laughs) (laughs) because you go invisible ash how do we know uh, I'm in invi- like as an in my invisible dude. I'm talking to Cherry. Okay. Anyway, uh, wait. Anyway. Your invisible ones with Cherry, or you're with Cherry. My invisible one is with Cherry. My illusion is with uh, Christina and Ravo. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Because I mean, you could just speak to us <laughs> through the thing, <laughs> right? I could, yeah. but like that's again yeah. as a bonus yeah. action, I have to switch yeah. in between. So okay. I'm looking gotcha. yeah. at what Cherry's saying. Okay. So, Cherry, I assume you head upstairs? Yeah, I head upstairs and I go back into the room. Well, so, there's some not friendly people downstairs. They broke through the temple wall and I don't think they're here to do anything good. So, I think we need to go downstairs and tell them to leave. You hear that, Corvin? We we got bigger fish to fry. I'm sorry, we mm. got to go deal with this. We can't continue yeah. this. Who knows? Maybe this here. thing might yeah. blow this place up. <laughs> that... Wait, what? That's no, Corvin. it's a joke. That's, that's, no, as it's a Ravo joke, says Terry. that, that Corvin just like ethereally fades away. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you, you were right. He wasn't real. No, this place is messing with us. Oh gosh. Uh, let's let's go down there. 
Hey everybody, that's another episode of Hero Squad done! Finished! We did it! Uh, I want to say a big thanks to everyone that's tuned in and listened to the very end of this thing. We live stream these things every other week, so if you want to tune in and catch one of these Hero Squad sessions live, the next one is actually happening on the day that you guys are listening to this. Well, it's the day that this podcast is published. You guys might be listening to this months in the future. It's happening April 8th. April 8th at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific time. The next one, we do it every other Friday, y'all. So if you don't catch that one, you can you can catch it two weeks after that. Anyway, uh, please tune in. Twitch.tv slash StumpedGamers if you want to catch them live. Um, another huge thank you as well to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Edmund Michael Kara and Peppermint and Takeo. You guys, our patrons help us do what we do. They're hugely supportive. We can't do this without them. So if you guys can, if you want to be supportive like these heroes, these patrons, check that out over at patreon.com slash stumped. Also, this season, we're letting our patrons uh, suggest names of NPCs that we're going to come across, suggest random encounters, suggest locations, suggest items that we might find from like random vendors that we come across, as well as ask questions to our characters at the end of the last podcast episode we played some of those questions i don't have any questions to play at the end of this episode because i i i played them all in the last episode i need to learn to split them up better but there will be more questions so if you want to get your question asked check that out over at patreon.com stumped anyway thank you all so much for listening for sharing the podcast for doing all that love out there if you can like give us a review on apple Podcasts or whatever i think that still helps i don't really know how podcasts work anymore y'all but anyway anything you can do to help out that's awesome anyway thank y'all so much for all the love and tune in next week to find out what happens on hero squad